are here with uh, Brian Shields from uh, Evergreen Home Loans on episode number 11 of the No BS Show. Uh, we got two BSs here today, so it should definitely be a good one. So welcome to the show, and uh, thanks for having us. Today we're going to talk a little bit uh, about self-awareness uh, um, and how important that is uh, to your success and really knowing where you're at in life and how to really get to that next level. Right, right. So um, just kind of sharing my story a little bit is, uh, you know, growing up the way I did, uh, had some financial struggles as, you know, as a family and uh, my mom worked a ton and stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, I had to kind of figure out who I was at a pretty early age and, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> deal with some things. I had a uh, little body, big head, even bigger ears, Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you get some insecurities and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, uh, just the biggest thing is, is in time and, and, uh, figuring out who you are yeah. as a person is, and once you can own not only your successes, but also the areas that, uh, you have, you know, some, some areas of opportunity or some weaknesses or just some downright demons yeah. and learn how to not just like throw them out the door, but learn how to face them and maybe even, uh, use them to hone in on your other skills. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's something that, you know, myself, uh, I was, uh, kind of similar as far as my background, didn't have a lot of money growing up was a real shy, quiet kid, uh, believe it or not, uh, when I was younger. And it's kind of one of the things that, you know, everybody that I've become more and more aware of is as you're growing up, you know, when you're a kid, you have these huge lofty dreams. And somewhere along the, on the way, you start to worry about your insecurities, um, you know, and what other people think about you, especially mm-hmm. during those high school years. And it's something that uh, it's truly amazing that, you know, you kind of lose those dreams and that vision. You kind of lose who you are. And it's something you, you have to have that self-awareness to really take a look at yourself and figure out how to, you know, meet those those demons head on or face those, you know, fears that you have and, you know, face that adversity from other people, other people whether it's haters or just people that are bullying you or whatever right. um, and telling you that you can't do something. So kind of, you know, uh, people have heard a little bit of my story. So, you know, with, with you and, and your background, uh, how did you handle that and what did you do to really overcome that? You know, for me, it... Uh it was getting knocked down. That was yeah. the biggest thing is just, uh, it's just getting knocked down. And, uh, you know, luckily for me, I had some good people come into my life just at the right moments that were great influences, um, saw a value in me yeah. that I probably didn't see in myself or that I was hearing from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of picked me up and, and, um, I was able to, and I don't know if it's a natural thing. I'd love to give myself the credit. That's a natural gift, Yeah. but I was able to take, <clears throat> a little bit of good from all the people that were in my life, either yeah. friends or their parents or something like that, and uh, incorporate those into my self being and how yeah. I was going to grow up. And uh, and what I did is I you know and I, I preach it still to this day is uh, you know an, uh, an MMA coach that I had Robert Fallis he passed away this last year but he was a uh, UFC coach to Randy Couture uh, Matt oh, wow. Lindland. Yeah. Uh, Evan Tanner, Chris Levin, all these guys. I mean, just a phenomenal, not only coach, but even a better guy. And uh, he had said, uh, he taught me in 2002, he said, uh, you know, you're, you're never got it. You can never be satisfied. You always got to be trying to improve 1% better every day. And that's one of those ones that like, you might as well tattoo it on my forehead because that's, that's it, man. That's it. And every day. And, uh, you know, and again, you, you get some setbacks, you get knocked down, but it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up, dust off. You know, get your shoulders up. Yeah. You know, knuckle up. Yeah. Guard your grill. Absolutely. Yeah. And you fight through it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that kind of ties in. You know, one of the the things that I, I really learned um, at an early age uh, and early on in my career is 
you know, especially with the sales background that I have, is you have two ears and one mouth, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things that I heard you say with that is, you know, you got to really listen and, you know, take the good from each person because you don't know everything. So there's so many uh, experiences you go through in life that obviously you can learn from, but then if you can learn from other people's mistakes and, you know, what they've done, that really sets you apart from other people because so many people just think they know it all, they have all the Mm -hmm. answers, Mm -hmm. and that's just a, you know, you put yourself at a huge disadvantage because you don't know everything. I don't care who you are, right? And you have to be able to surround yourself with the, the positive people or the right people um, you know, even if it's not by choice, you know, whether it's through social media or through your network and just putting yourself out there, you got to surround yourself with the right people, listen and learn from them. And you're going to be amazed at, you know, how much of a difference that, uh, of that makes in your life. Um, not only that, you know, the other big thing that, uh, that, you know, I kind of learned at an early age too was, you know, with sales, especially, you know, when I first started, they, I got handed a book and was told, go do it, go figure it <laughs> out, right? So I'm right. 19 years old going out selling, uh, you know, credit card processing to, to business owners, knocking doors, and I had to literally figure it out on my own. So one of the things I would do every night um, was I'd go home and, you know, what did I struggle with and then what did I do great, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'd, you know, give myself the attaboys, you know, lift myself up a little bit, and then what do I need to practice on? What do I need to improve to get better? Because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Man, that is... That's self-awareness definition yeah, 101 right? <laughs> right there. That's great, man. No, I, and, uh, and, you know, and I think that's why we, uh, you and I connect so well on so yeah. many levels is, uh, you know, the names and the stories are different, but the concept is the same. Yeah. You know, uh, for me, uh, growing up, we, I was the kid that lived in the trailer, you know, yeah. so, and, uh, and we didn't have a lot. My mom had a, she had a flower shop here in Vancouver for like 35 years. But um, I would go to the flower shop on uh, Friday afternoons. It was in St. John's, Minnehaha area. Okay. I would go, instead of go playing with my friends and play football and all this yeah. stuff, I would go to the flower shop and whatever flowers she was going to throw out because she was closed on the weekend. So whatever yeah. didn't sell during the week got thrown out. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, you know, and I'm like eight, nine years old at the time, second and third grade all the way up. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, I just, I don't know why, but I was like, hey, I'll take them. So mm-hmm. I, got, I stood out on the corner of 44th and St. John's, Handy Andy's, <laughs> yeah. had them in buckets, and I was selling roses, two for a dollar. There you go. You know, and I, and then I got into, I got into making, go. like, bundles of roses. <laughs> so yeah. I'm the, you know, and I, I mean, I just, I had the nappy hair. Like, I yeah. did, I, but I'm still out there selling flowers. And then um, from there, we moved the flower shop into Hazeldale uh, into my high school, well, middle school and high school years. And, uh, and I was really big into baseball cards at the time, yeah. right? Going to all the shows and doing shows and collecting. And uh, so then being a, a young, what I called at the time a businessman, but now we, call, yeah. we use the word entrepreneur yeah. now. Absolutely. Um, but being a young business individual at 13, uh, four, at 13 and 14, I had a baseball card shop that was completely, yeah. uh, you know, we were a legit business. I had a business nice. permit, business license from Clark County. That's awesome. <laughs> and we had a bit called Just for Fun Sports Cards. And yeah. It was me, and uh, then I had a buddy, Ryan, another, I had people that would lease out space from me. Oh, nice. And we'd have it open Multiple after school, weekends. There you go, smart. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I mean, it, it got uh, it got robbed and kind of just took the love out of it for yeah. me. But uh, the insurance money paid for my first car. Hey. So, there you, you know, one, so one how did you closes. face that adversity? You know, it kind of took the love out of it uh, for you a little bit. But how did you pick yourself up uh, from that, uh, that terrible situation there? Um, you know, I uh, just, the, the thing with, with it was, is it was just stuff, right? Yeah. You know, and I, and... Uh, so it was baseball cards, and I had some stuff that was autographed, 
but it was it was just stuff and I you yeah. know I didn't have a lot growing up um, and so then when I did have some stuff and then it was gone again yeah. it wasn't like my world crumbled I was just like okay well I got a car out of it like that's yeah. a good thing I got some yeah. insurance money yeah. you know the Colombian did a piece on me and uh, mm-hmm. but that was kind of cool but I just you know I, I kind of just rolled with the punches that were thrown at me a little bit on that yeah. stuff and again, it was, uh, I mean, there's some parents out there, uh, you know, the Atkins, uh, Marla Atkins, she was a phenomenal mom in my life. Um, Cindy Denwald, another just phenomenal mom and, and their husbands and um, just people that, again, saw value in me that, yeah. uh, you know, and my mom's a phenomenal person and, and my stepdad did the best he could, yeah. knowing kids. Um, mm-hmm. But they just, they just kind of took me in as one of their own. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of help raise me in a sense and For sure. and bring good values and, and good morals or bring those out in me because I think I already had them as kind of a personality yeah. trait. Um, but just bring those out and hone them in, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, absolutely. So it kind of helped instill that belief in yourself, um, you know, and kind right. of helped, uh, help you get to that point. So no, that's really that's really awesome. That's kind of what it, you know, everybody really has the skills inside of them. I feel you just have to really believe in yourself mm-hmm. um, and, you know, have that support system to be there for from you, whether it's from your parents or your friends or whoever it may be, everyone needs that because everyone's going to get punched in the mouth, you know, especially yeah. as an entrepreneur, you know, it's not <laughs> all unicorns and rainbows. I mean, there's, there's ups and downs, things you never thought you'd have to deal with before in life. And you just have to have that good support system there. So if you're having a bad day, you got to be able to, to shake it off, you know, mm-hmm. um, and know that you'll get through it and, you know, have them help reinstill that belief with you. Um, and that's one of the, the biggest things, you know, the, the five people you spend your time the most with is kind of who you become. So, yeah. you know, you better make sure yeah. you're surrounding yourself with positive, like-minded people that kind of have that same entrepreneur, <laughs> entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit and can talk, hopefully, right, um, to really help get you through those tough times. And that's that's one of the reasons why I, would, I was so excited to have you on the show. And it's been great to, to get to know you here over the past few months is yeah, yeah. I can just kind of talent recognizes talent. And you definitely got that. And it's uh, it's been great connecting and, you know, uh, building each other up uh, for sure. So, no, man, I've loved it. It's, uh, you know. You, you look at a couple of things that come into your lives over uh, a period of time, and uh, you and one of my other uh, guys that I became recent friends with, his name is Justin Hickok, yeah. and uh, you two just coming into my life and uh, bringing so much energy, and yeah. you know I just I feed off of it, you yeah. know, like hungry, hungry hippo style. I'm just yeah. getting it all Absolutely. the time. So. Yep. That's yeah. one of the biggest things I kind of, you know, naturally I'm an introvert, which is kind of funny looking at me now compared to like high school because I was super that. quiet. <laughs> um, but I just kind of realized or figured out not to care what other people think. Just be me. And, you know, when you're out there in life, try and make a difference. So mm-hmm. one of the other great analogies I heard uh, kind of goes back to like the cartoon days. But who would you rather hang out with, Tigger or Eeyore? So I kind of always am like, I'm going to bring the fun, the positivity and be freaking Tigger, not going to be <laughs> depressed Eeyore, no matter what's going on, right. you know, because it's amazing how if you're in a positive uplifting attitude how that can really impact and help other people you know that are having a bad day and if you can go in there and pop and help uplift and motivate one person that's what it's about to me you know is just helping people be better and improve their lives day in and day out so um, you know that's why that, one of the things I love about you too you got that natural energy and it's just fun and you know you got one life to live you might as well enjoy it and you know be grateful for what you have um, and to do that you know you have to have that positive energy be thankful, you know, be grateful, uh, but then also always, you know, be self-aware with where you came from, you know, especially kind of with our backgrounds, mm-hmm. and then 
don't give up. You got to keep fighting forward because there's never a ceiling on it. And there's so many great success stories out mm-hmm. there from your Gary V's, which I know you love like myself, <laughs> LeBron James and all that, that yeah. that doesn't mean you can't have it. That's, those are examples of how you can have it. And that's how yeah. people need to really look at those uh, ultimate successful people out there. You know what I mean? I do. No. And uh, I love that. I love Gary V. I, yeah. <clears throat> it's funny as, uh, you know, I work out early in the mornings. I yep. go and do the gym. And a lot of guys are like, you know, they're listening to the, you know, 90s hip hop, which I love and whatever. Yeah. But like, if you look at my iPad of the gym, it's like, you know, Gary V's talking yep. or, you know, one of the other guys. And it's just, it's, I just like the energy and I like to maybe, again, take a couple pieces of what they're yeah, saying absolutely. and just use it. And, and learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And learn from it. And just, you know, you, self-awareness, a big thing is you have to become completely comfortable with who you are. Yeah. And if you don't, I mean, if you don't love who you are, this is going to, this is going to reach out into your relationship, oh, yeah. how you connect absolutely. with people, how people see your intentions. I mean, if, if you're, if you're not coming across to somebody and you're trying to present them a service yeah. or something that betters your life and, uh, and you're not bettering theirs or yeah. bringing true value with, with the right heart. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but people are just there. There's too much knowledge out there anymore, and there's too many avenues. And it's so to, easy to get that knowledge. It nowadays, is right yeah. with the technology we have. Yeah, you can Google and and look up Brian Shields on Google, and oh, this guy's got you know three reviews, and they're all awful about he yeah. took my money. You know, it wasn't Brian Shields though. It was uh, yeah. It was <laughs> Steve. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just uh, you can you can get the information you want. You want to become an expert at something? You watch an hour of YouTube, you can darn near be an expert. Yeah. But, you know, I rebuilt the motor in my lawnmower last yeah. summer by watching YouTube. Yeah. I would have never done that before. It, it's truly amazing yeah. what you can learn when you put your mind to it. Um, and, again, if you're just starting out trying to get an, a new circle of uh, friends or a new support system, start with social media and follow the people that you want to become. So if you're trying to write a book, you know, make sure you follow all the best authors out there mm-hmm. and learn from them on what worked for them and what didn't. And that's really going to help you. And then follow, you know, the people that are putting out the, the positive content, like your Carrie V's, your Tony Robbins. Start mm-hmm. with that and then get into the networking and just put yourself out there. And you're going to naturally connect those like connect with those like-minded people right. um, and start to build that support system around you. And then kind of going back to what you said, or kind of the, the main thing in the talk here with uh, self-awareness, you know, you got to know you have strengths and weaknesses. So you want to obviously capitalize on your strengths and, you know, really go all in on that. But then you want to be improving on your weaknesses and surround yourself with those people that are going to help improve those weaknesses as well, right? Right. Like, I'm terrible at numbers. I can't really... Two plus three plus four, I don't even know what that is, right? (laughs) So I made sure that my business partner was great with numbers, my CFO, uh, Jason Reese. Great guy, great cat. I'm obviously really good at the sales and marketing. He's great at the numbers. So we really you know, balance each, out, uh, each other out really well, and that allows us to grow at a much faster pace. And that's somebody or a good example of you know, making sure you know, I knew that was a weakness, so I need to make sure that I found somebody that could you know, handle that or make sure that that wasn't a weakness for the company or what I was trying to do out there. Right. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it's about with that, that self-reflection and really looking within. And then each day, you know, like I like we have this I have this little planner here. Uh, we have it for everybody in the company. And yeah. we literally go through every day we write our goals, some motivational quote, uh, what our targets are for the day, literally hour by hour what we're going to do. And then a little self-reflection at the end of the day, again, going through like, what do I need to work on? You know, mm-hmm. like spend 1% at the end of the day or 18 minutes and plan out your next day and focus on what you're going to improve on that next day and how you're going right. to be better. Yeah. So 
you know, self-awareness, baby. That's what it's about right yeah. there. I, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, I, I love that. I got to get me one of those yeah, before I absolutely, go. Yeah, absolutely. Without I, a doubt. I'm all about the journals. I'm, uh, you know, I, again, so not to beat, beat a dead horse, but, you know, I get up early, go to the gym so I can get to work before the chaos ensues yeah. and the, and the mm-hmm. nine o'clock and the door unlocks. But I try and get there like seven, seven fifteen. Yep. And it's just about my journal writing. Like what, how am I setting up my day? Not only, you know, my commitments and my appointments, yeah. but which one of my clients, um, you know, priority wise, what yeah. needs to happen first? Yep. Um, you know, and then I, I, then I go back and I check back on it right before lunch. I'm like, okay, where am I at with my day? Yeah. Um, where am I at with my plan? And then also in there, I'll usually just I'll just keep notes for that day, like key little things that jumped out or a, a, a you know a quote that I picked up on or how I handled something yeah. or whatever. And then um, Fridays, you know, before I, I cut out for the the day and, and reflect on the week by looking back at the week's journal, look at yeah. like how I handled stuff. Uh-huh. You know, and again, that's just trying to grow from it and there's been a couple times on my social where I've done like a video coming home on a Friday like oh man yeah. you know this one this was rough but you know here's I only went down to one knee I got hit you're right yeah. I took one on the chin I yep. took one down to one knee I picked I got back up and I found a solution to the problem yeah and it not only made me so much stronger but ultimately it provided a, a you know, solution for my client. Yeah. And the so. cool thing is, you know, if you do this for a long enough period of time, you're going to look back a year or two later. And if you save your journals and your notebooks yeah. and everything, it's kind of cool to kind of look back, you know, at some of the stuff you used to struggle <laughs> with, some of the stuff you used to write down and right. you just kind of take a look at it. Get a good chuckle at some of it. You're like, man, I used to be stressed out about that. That's stupid, right? <laughs> you know, so it's kind of funny because I've been doing that for a long time. And I actually, uh, when I bought my house here a year ago, uh, I just found an old box of just my old spiral notebooks. And it was kind of funny seeing my old uh, to-do list just you know, it's all raggedy and beat up. It's not here as pretty <laughs> as that guy over there. But it's kind of funny how, you know, you can really reflect on that. And if you do it consistently, you know, mm-hmm. it makes a, a huge difference. You know, if you do it once or twice, it's not going to really have a big impact on your life. No. You know, it's about those repeated actions that you do consistently that really sets you up for success. I mean, LeBron James didn't get the best in the world overnight. You know, he started when he was seven, eight years old, like every single day hours and hours every day and that's why he's as good as he is so Mm -hmm. and you know that's what it takes you know so many people want to just you know um, work eight to five put in a little work kind of check out and think you're gonna have a million dollars overnight like that's not real right no unless you hit the lottery right (laughs) no you got to uh you know and and we we hear this from the people we follow but you got to hone in on your strengths and double down triple down quadruple down on them you know lebron had his strength was he was a young athletic tall kid yeah. So he developed his strength, you know, and I and I I know because I played basketball not at any sort of level that's impressive. Yeah. You know, I actually my layups look like a shot put, but <laughs> you know I would go out there and uh, and I would play till either the neighbor complained that I was playing too late. I know for a fact LeBron's out there just shooting yeah. free throws. Absolutely. You know, even to this day, you know, and he's a, I mean, he's one of the best in the world ever. You yeah. know, probably uh-huh. one of the top five, and I'm sure he probably still shoots. 100, 200, 300 free throws every day. Absolutely. Probably still does normal layups every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, the sport that I follow, the jiu-jitsu, uh, yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the, the Gracies, these people that uh, are just legends in the sport, mm-hmm. they still warm up doing your traditional arm bar. Yeah. You know, and, and though... the basics. Yeah, they can, they can do it in their sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in fact, I heard about one of them actually doing it, not an arm bar, but a choke on his wife in his sleep on oh, accident. Wow. <laughs> like he was so deep into yeah. his dream that he almost choked his wife out. In a oh minute. no, that could have but, been really bad. Right? Story, right? <laughs> There's a DV Wake call. Wake up to that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's, uh, but yeah, it's just, you, 
never forget where you came from. The, yeah. You know, what, and because, you know, in my business, in your business, in, in whatever it is that you do, that there's an opportunity to pretty much write your own check. Yeah. Um, if, if you don't keep that honed in, it's easy to get lost in, yeah. in the That's paychecks true. and get lost in the stuff. Um, you know, the, the, all of a sudden you go from, uh, you know, getting your shoes at a Goodwill or a yeah. TJ Maxx or Ross, and all of a sudden now you're ordering them on Nordstrom's and then a three fifty or four. That's not a bad thing yeah. if that's what drives you. But just you know, don't forget to incorporate the things that got you to where you are and yeah. keep those engaged. Because when you forget about what got you to where you are, you're going to be lost when you get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's so true. Yeah, that's actually um, very interesting because. Uh, literally just on Friday, I had a, a buddy over. Uh, he actually works with me as well. Um, and I actually, when I was 19, lived on a mattress in his living room, right? And he came over. We ended up having, you know, a bottle of wine or 10. And, uh, you know, just catching up, just reminiscing. And, you know, he said to me, because, you know, we're just focused. And I'm always so driven on, you know, what's next, what's next, be better, be better. Mm-hmm. He just took a second and he just kind of put it in that perspective, perspective for me. Like, look what we've done. Look what you've done. Look where you're at. And I hadn't really over the past like four or five months really thought back on that. And it was kind of really, it was really amazing to really take a step back and think of that, especially, you know, since I lived in his living room on just a mattress, like no blankets, nothing really just kind of, you know, curled up or whatever. But it really put things in perspective for me again and really made me take some time to think over the weekend and just really appreciate and, you know, have that gratefulness again of where I came from and where I'm at now. And, you know, it's truly amazing uh, testament of, Hard work, you know, for long periods of time can truly pay off. So you definitely have to reminisce and think and be grateful and have that gratitude because, yeah. you know, without that, you're going to get lost along the way, you know, because it's, it's crazy out there, you know. So, well, yeah, and also, you know, you're going to become unrelatable. And yeah. when you become unrelatable to your mm-hmm. clientele, yeah. you're going to lose your clientele. Absolutely. You know, so I dealt with, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm – you know, as transparent as can be. I dealt yeah. with some insecurity things uh, from things that happened in my younger years. You know, my uh, early years of marriage, I dealt with some insecurities. And, uh, you know, and I have a, a coach, kind of a, you know, full life potential coach, kind of helps me with business and my yeah. and my relationships and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about that. We brought it up and it was a hard subject for me to bring up yeah. because those things were pushed down so deep. Yeah. Um, but, you know, now I'm at the point where I'm learning to use those to continue uh, to remember why how I got here yeah. where I came from the uh-huh. struggle that got me there you know and it wasn't always a struggle it's not like I'm some poverty case but yeah. you know the struggle that got me there and we all have our own struggle um, and just not forgetting that and then what that does is then is it makes me appreciate yeah. every single opportunity mm-hmm. I get now I don't care you know you, you'd have you would be just you would be blown away by how many home loan customers come to me and go, you know, we're looking at buying something at 250. We went to another lender and they said that it wasn't a big enough loan or they didn't have the time for us. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. You know, and then when you, and you go, I got you, you know, like, Uh you know, Yoda, get on my back, you know, let's let's do this. Uh And, uh, you just, the thing that, again, it's, it's easy to lose track, especially when you're one of these mortgage guys that's Pretty oh, much yeah. touching the five hundred to one point five million dollars stuff all the time. That's a big payday. Yeah. Um, but when you can set back and realize, like somebody just gave you the opportunity to manage the biggest financial decision in their life, yeah. like that's humbling yeah. for me. That's humbling. I don't, you know, I did I did a loan that was like seventy some thousand bucks, you know, yeah. and it was a lot of time invested, but somebody trusted in me to do it. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I know just like you, like you don't. 
if you get an opportunity to help someone, yep. you don't turn it away. You Absolutely. know, I know it. You know, it's just it's who we are. I mean, I'm 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 it's a self admitted yeah. servant, mm-hmm. man. I, yeah. I love serving people. Um, I don't I don't sit there and crunch and see what my numbers are going to be at the end yeah. of the month. I just I know that if I do the right thing and uh, and try my my best with each and every situation, it's I don't, all going to work out. Yeah, exactly. Point, right? I'm not, I don't I don't bat a thousand, you know, yeah. but um, you know I'm, I'm doing really well, and and if I tell somebody I'm going to do it. I'll lose sleep finding a way to do it. Yeah, absolutely, and that's yeah. what it's uh, that's what it's about. It's about paying it forward, you know, and really. And I think it comes back to the fact that you're grateful and appreciative, and you know, I'm in the exact same way with that. You know, there's numerous times like if a, a client's upset, you know, no matter the size of the client for whatever might be happening, whether it's you know 100% not on us or you know whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I still reach out. I just called a, a guy today. It was a really small account. But he was having some issues with some different things on the accounting side, um, you know. And I took the time out of my day to call him, business owner to business owner, because it was really affecting him, and he was really getting frustrated. And you know, I spent a good hour of my day today going through and just listening to what happened and how I could be there for him and really help him get into a better situation. So mm-hmm. you know, it's about the little things like that, and it doesn't have to always be about money. And you have to be real and just what if put yourself in their shoes. Right. And the Mm. fact that, you know, you're willing to do that and, you know, people are entrusting you with their money and the biggest decision in their life with buying a home. Right. Kind of same thing. You know, we're moving money for the business owners. Like it's a big thing for, you know, businesses out there. You have to be able to realize that, you know, and be there for them and go above and beyond Mm. because that's what it's about is just, you know, making sure you're there for somebody. And when they need your help, you've got to be there and deliver those results. So you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yep. how did you get into, uh, you know, uh, home loans and Evergreen? <laughs> uh, you know, so I got an opportunity um, in the mid 2000s, a buddy of mine, uh, we went to high school together uh-huh. and uh, and I was looking at getting a, getting in our career change and I was kind of talking with him a little bit yeah. and he's like, well, I got a, a mortgage company. He's like, you know, everyone you're outgoing, you know how to sell. Like I could teach yeah. you how to do mortgages. So, uh, all right, let's do it, you know, and then, um, started seeing the fruits of my labors and I'm like, wow, this is, this is pretty good. So I, Uh I went all in on it and, um, you know, I started and I was young, I was 28, um, young for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little while, I don't know, but, uh, but you know, I, uh, I started gathering stuff and, uh, before we knew it, we had a, a wakeboard boat and. Uh, my now ex-wife, my wife, I'm at a BMW and I had a Dodge Diesel and we had just stuff and uh, mm-hmm. we had uh, investment things going on. And then the market did this thing where, uh, I don't know if you remember this or hearing about this. Yeah. Sarcasm. Yeah, the, right. You know, mortgage market crash yep. in 08. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the bank account before going to that, I was like, hey, you know what? We're good for six months. If something happens, like we can yeah. weather the storm. Mm-hmm. Um, less than a year later, we're... Uh, separated, going through divorce, going through a bankruptcy, lost everything. I'm driving like a $2,500 old Jeep Wagoneer. Damn. I'm working at a bank. Uh, I'm out in Walla Walla all the time. I'm working at a bank from 8 to 5, leaving the bank, walking down the road, and bartending from 6 to 10, 11 yeah. at night. Um, and so then I had this weird, just bad taste in my mouth about mortgage, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. That wasn't mortgage's fault. I was just naive with my money, and I was—I uh, made some bad decisions. We made some bad decisions as a couple, yeah. um, and we're good friends of this to this day now. Um, but uh, so it took me a little while to get on board, and, and when I was getting back on board about a year ago into mortgage, 
uh, I had a couple naysayers that were like, oh, you know, it's just, there's too much going, like, there's too many people out there. It's flooded. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, the market's already capped and, you know, and, and this is a bad time and blah, 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 <laughs> like talking me out of it. And, but I knew in my heart, like, I know, I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. I know what bottom feels like. And, uh, I have a family to provide for, yeah. you know, and, and you, you get a guy that's dedicated to providing for his family and try and stand in his way yeah and you're gonna probably get ran over i mean yeah. for me anyway um Absolutely. i'll run i'll i'd run that sure, person the naysayers over. definitely gave you a little bit of extra motivation a little sprinkle oh, on the man, top and they sure too, did right? yep they sure <laughs> did and i don't want to give them that much credit but yeah thank you because that uh yeah i love i love when somebody says you're not gonna do it or you can't oh, yeah. make it um you know you don't have the skill set or the potential that shit on yeah i, I love right. that stuff man absolutely i uh yeah i, th- I thrive off of it and um you know my and my kid uh not to jump here but my kid when my son brody he's uh he'll be 17 in a couple weeks mm-hmm. um when he was born he was uh we he had a couple of things going on and uh we didn't really know what it was but uh we thought maybe he just uh, you know like a, some sort of attention thing or couldn't yeah. hear well so we went through hearing things um when he started to be the point where he should be able to walk Mm-hmm. He uh, he didn't walk. He kind of scooted everywhere. Yeah. So he had to go through physical therapy. He had a walker. Um, he had a couple things, right? And they were like, well, you know, he's, he might not ever really, like, he might be able to walk, but he probably yeah. won't walk right, or he might never run. And, uh, you know, we just always worked through it, and we worked together, mm-hmm. his mom and, and uh, him and me and whatever. And uh, he ran cross country all through high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. like, and so it, and I guess maybe that's part of, also part of our self-awareness is mm-hmm. um, uh, showing that to your kids and giving your kids the confidence. Oh, yeah. You know, because in today's day and age, it's so easy for you to just hand your kids an electronic device yeah. and say, okay, yeah. entertain yourself. <laughs> Mommy and daddy's got work to do or yeah. something like that. Um, but just to be able to uh, be there for them and, and yeah. you know, be that support system and you know, pick them up when they get knocked down. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. and and celebrate the victories and mm-hmm. encourage the areas of opportunity. Um, you know, he did wrestling. He did uh, he did cross country. Now he's in uh, doing a firefighting program, the Job Corps. Nice. You know, he's seventeen, so super proud of him because uh, everyone was telling him, you know, you're 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 not gonna be able to run ever. Yeah. You know, and now he's he's got an early support system that, that oh, you instilled man. there, you know, you really helped him get through that. Yeah. And look at him now, right? Yeah. I'm super so, proud of him. That's yeah. super awesome, man. Yeah. I love that. Uh two things on that um that really connected with me. Um first thing it, it's it's kinda cool with if you're there present in your kids or your stepkids' lives. Uh, I have two stepkids and then two daughters of my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of amazing just a lot of the things that we do, you know, there's the iPads and the devices and all that, that, you know, that they have, of course, but, you know, we definitely limit that and we go through and we read books together. You know, I, I started a little, just a little random, this little cheap little whiteboard thing on the fridge just started randomly one day writing yeah. motivational quotes on it. Next thing I know, I have uh, my stepdaughter writing her own on it, stepson writing her own and my wife's doing it. So it's kind of Love this cool that. little thing yes. that we did. And uh, we go through each month now and develop our own family goals. So just... And they're all, the first two months are like, this is stupid, you know, what are you, what are you doing? You're going to make me sit down and write on a whiteboard and have goals and stuff. They're yeah. like, what, especially the teenager. She's like, 
I don't need to do this. This is stupid. And now, now that I'm excited about it and just really get into it. So it's it's yeah. amazing how if you can help be there for your kids um, and instill the right qualities with them, how much of a world that of a difference that makes. Mm-hmm. And I can't only imagine when they're older, you know, because they're so young right now, um, how much that's going to to help them. And I'm really excited to to be on that journey with them and be there with them through the ups and the downs and everything. Because yeah. you know, it's you know. You helped your son get to where he is 100% by being mm-hmm. there for him. So huge testament to that. Yeah. Um, and then the other really big thing that uh, struck home to me is kind of um, with the OA crash and, you know, the naysayers and the people saying you're not going to be able to do it. From from the last company I owned to, to Riverside, uh, my business partner, uh, my old one at the time, kind of was a little bit of an ugly dispute there when that transition happened for, for about a yeah. year. And I don't know how many times I heard or this long letter he typed up that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And, you know, there's no way you're too young, you're too aggressive, all this and all that. Um, and really, I wasn't aggressive. I was just ambitious, right? Yeah. And I wasn't going to let anybody tell me no. And it was definitely some fuel. This was pre-kids, um, you know. Uh, so having the kids, obviously, is even more of a motivator now. It's amazing how that really changes your life and mm-hmm. makes you view the world differently. Um, but before then, you know, it was definitely that, that naysaying and the people, you know, oh, you're not going to be able to do it. No way. And that just... You can either get down about it, or you can use that to motivate you. And like you said, you don't want to give them a bunch of credit, but at the same time, thank you as well. Um, and uh, it's really amazing how that can inspire you. So, yeah. Um, can I tell a little, or give a little uh, plug real quick, I guess, about uh, Evergreen and you kind of what you do, kind of a, a yeah. good uh, client for you, and uh, then we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Yeah. So uh, Evergreen Home Loans, we are uh, individually owned. We have a we have one owner. He's out of. Uh, the Seattle area. We we're based okay. in Washington. His name's Don Burton. He founded the company uh, 30 years ago. Um, we're very family oriented. We yep. uh, not, you know, and, and that's not a sales thing. It's just we we support each other. We understand even in, in the office life, like families first. If you have a sick kid, stay home. Work yep. from home. We everyone's got a laptop. Work from home. Yeah. Um, take care of your family. You know, happy happy wife, happy life. We know yeah. that, right? Absolutely. Um, you definitely know, know that. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that that could be a whole another podcast. Yeah, I know. Really. Right. Really. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, so they're very uh, they're very family. They're very uh, they love to be a positive uh, influence in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, so impactful people is kind of a local networking group. Um, yeah. We're sponsoring their Connect Fest that's coming up this summer. Very cool. Um, helping people connect with people. You know, we'll we do a lot of sponsorship with like some of the other organizations, the nonprofits in town. Very I know nice. you and I talked together about getting uh, something going with the Susan G. Orman. Yeah. Um, a big thing for me is the Blind Athletes Association. I like that group. Absolutely. Um, so we're into that. Um, you know, we do your first time home buyer. We do your people that have some some credit challenges in the past. We yeah. we'll, you know we'll put together. Um, a program. If you're not there yet, we'll figure out what what do we need to do to get you to buy a house. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and how long is that going to take? And I'm all in if you're all in. Yeah. Like if you want this house in six months, here's the things we got to do. Make yep. them achievable goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know we work with uh, we have 100% financing with the use of the bond, the Washington bond program. Okay. So the uh, Washington has a bond, and, and Oregon does too. But uh, they'll cover your down payment. So three percent, five percent, three and a half percent. So we work with all of that. I think when it comes to home mortgage stuff, refis, all that uh, new purchase, jumbo loans, the big stuff, you yep. know, the big houses. 
Um, the only areas that we really don't do is like just standalone, like second mortgages and the home equity line of credits, because those are just those are really designed to be like a, your local credit union or yeah, something like that. Sure. You know, and uh, like we were talking about on a personal level, is know your strengths and and if you have a weakness, surround yourself with people that have strengths where they're your weaknesses. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So I have uh, I have a couple friends in the credit union world that. I send her and them my uh, this, the, the standalone second mortgage yep, stuff, for sure. and I know that they're going to take care of my, my friends and my clients the way that I would, yep. and then they send me all their stuff that's like, you know, government, like F, the federal housing, FHA, mm-hmm. the veterans loans and stuff like that, and I get I get that, and so it's just a good relationship, and, yeah, and again, absolutely. it's just surrounding yourself with those people. So, uh, yeah, and we just launched, uh, you know, kind of a brand with inside the company, which is Shields Family Home Loans. Yes, um, I got some people working uh, with me now. I, I don't like saying the word for me. They're with me, and we're oh, all a part of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had a really hard time even naming it after myself. Like, yeah. I, I went through, and I was like, oh, let's go equanimity lending. Yeah. And people were like, well, what does that mean? You yeah. know, And uh, but it was – and the only reason I did that is because, uh, you know, I've been – blessed with family around me that has established the Shields name as a good name in yeah. business in this town from, you know, Shields Flores, which was my mom, Shields Sporting Goods, which is a, a family through marriage that was downtown forever. Yeah. Um, you know, and then just trying to follow suit and yeah. take it to that next level, treating, you know, treating each client like they're my only client and a priority. Yeah. And, you know, I, it'll drive my wife nuts sometimes, but I answer my <laughs> phone at nine o'clock. Yeah. I, I took a call at 845 on Easter Sunday night. Yeah. took a call uh, from somebody that was in, uh, they just they started thinking we're in the process of getting them alone and yep. um, and I took a call from them because I saw that it was them and I know you know like they have a question they have a need mm-hmm. they're you know, depending on me to serve them with this need yeah absolutely. so let's do it let's take this call you gotta be there for them every yeah. step of the way no matter the you know time of day or anything like that so right. Very good. Well, uh, great having you on the show, oh, Brian. Thanks, As always, that. it was a pleasure. Thanks, um, and that concludes episode number 11 here. We'll post down in the comments contact info for Brian. So if you're looking to buy a home, do a refi, anything like that, uh, you can definitely reach out and he'll make sure and take care of you. So thanks again uh, for joining in and hopefully everybody really enjoyed this episode.